Hello, hello, hello. It's your girl, Rachel Real, coming to you with another episode of You Ain't Crazy. You Ain't Crazy is a podcast where I give support and validation to individuals who have found themselves in a narcissistic relationship. I am doing another walk and talk. So you might hear birds chirping, cars riding by, people talking, all of that good stuff because I'm out here walking and talking, guys. And it's such a beautiful day in my neck of the woods. I hope it's the same in yours. And if the sun isn't shining, why don't you be the sunshine, you know? Be your own sunshine at the end of the day. I don't know what your time zone is, but hopefully you're out walking. Hopefully you've had a chance to get out and walk somewhere, move your body, or get up, go into another room. Whatever it looks like for you, give yourself some time because we are in a season where we are taking our power back. Yes, take your power back. That's what we're talking about in this season that I'm in, my third season, guys. And it's just all about taking your power back. So as I said, I'll be coming to you guys with an episode daily um, to encourage you, motivate you, inspire you to take your power back. I can't say it enough because I'm just over it, just over, over, over it with the narcissist trying to steal your joy, trying to kill, steal, and destroy you, you know? I'm over it because the power is within you. Just to put the disclaimer out there, I am not a psychiatrist, psychologist, therapist, or anything of the like. I am a thriver who survived a five-year narcissistic abusive relationship, survived narcissism in the workplace. I did my work and I am here to help you do the same. You know, so hopefully you've had a chance to listen to some of my other episodes and I pray that it moves you in the right direction to get out of your situation. Please, please, please. You know, you're bigger than it. You're better than it. You have the power within you to do anything that you want to do. And I'm not just saying it. I've lived it. I'm still living it, you know. If I sound like I'm out of breath, it is because occasionally I will walk up a hill and I'm walking kind of fast a little bit. So I just wanted to drop by for a few minutes to give you some encouragement. And today I wanted to talk about um, how to avoid toxic relationships. You know, very often I see different articles or get different questions from Cora in my inbox. And Cora, I've mentioned it before in some other episodes, it is a Q&A website or app, or app where there are people who are over there asking questions and there are other people giving answers. You know, a lot of them are people who have had the experience that relates to that particular question. You know, sometimes there are licensed practitioners over there giving responses. So it's a pretty good resource. Um, to help you on your journey, on your healing journey. So, yeah, toxic relationships. What does that look like? Very often people get into situations and will look up one day and be like, how did I get here, you know? And we gotta call a thing a thing. When you see those red flags, you gotta call it out. Not call it out to the person, but it's for you. The red flag is for you. It's for you to stop and acknowledge what you're dealing with. And 
I don't know if I mentioned it, but this month is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, which I look at every day is Domestic Violence Awareness. But October, the month of October, Blue Ribbon is designated for um, that cause, domestic violence, raising awareness about it. And understand domestic violence isn't, isn't just with someone putting their hands on you. It's also the mental abuse as well, you know? That can be violent when somebody's just driving you crazy mentally, you know, just playing with your mental. So let's talk about it a little bit today. How, you know, toxic relationships start, what they are, you know? When you have two people who are just not getting along, period. You say tomato, they say tomato. Big deal, you know, but one or the other wants to make an argument out of it. Just over something so trivial, you know, how to pronounce it. You know, you have controlling people that you can end up with who want to control everything that you do. They want to control how you say words, want to control what you wear, how you wear it, where you going. I talked a little about this yesterday and that's toxic. You know, you really got to look at those, look at those flags, look at those red flags when you see them and call them out. You know, controlling is one of the toxic uh, traits in a relationship. Dependence, when somebody just feel like, um, like you can't live with the person or you can't live without them, you know? Can't live or live without the person or they'll threaten you or something like that. Threaten to do something drastic in the relationship. You know, they want you to be dependent on them. That's toxic because anybody who, who is positive and y'all want each other to win, you're gonna be supportive of each other equally. It's not gonna be, oh, I'm doing all of these things for you just because I want you to depend on me because if you depend on me, then I can control you, you know? And some people are so used to doing this stuff to people that it comes natural for them. You know, they don't care. If you allow them to do it, they're going to do it. They want you to depend on them. So watch that niceness. Watch that, you know, oh, they're so supportive. They let me do this and they help me with that. They're so nice. You know, they want you to depend on them. I don't care if it's somebody paying a bill, fixing something, going above and beyond in the beginning, because that's all a part of the love bombing, going above and beyond, just doing anything that can make you handicapped. You know, it's just like the world that we live in now today, where it's everything is so convenient. We're like controlled by society, you know? You gotta fight against the odds with like, uh, once upon a time, we can remember all kind of phone numbers, hundreds of phone numbers you can remember. Now you probably don't even know your own phone number, don't know your kids' phone numbers, don't know your mama's phone number by heart. Because again, we've gotten so comfortable, you know, you gotta force yourself to remember certain things. So again, it's similar to in the relationship where that person wants you to be uh, dependent on them. So in the beginning, they just do all kinds of stuff for you and you gotta watch that. You gotta 
you know, take those training wheels off and ride for yourself. Because they want you to keep the training wheels on and depend on them. Because if you depend on them as a crutch, they can control you. And they'll do it up until they get you right where they want you. You know, isolate you, tell you that your family ain't nothing, that your friends ain't nothing. They'll do all of that. It's all to make you dependent on them. You know, so be careful with that because that can be toxic. Monitoring you, you know, clocking you. Don't take that as, oh, they're just so concerned and they love me. You know, it's a difference. If somebody's genuinely concerned about you, you're not going to get mad if I didn't call you at a certain time. You're not going to get mad if I didn't show up at a certain time, like I cut you or something. You're not going to have that attitude, you know. Let the crime fit the punishment. If somebody's sitting up there asking you a bunch of questions because you didn't ring them back at the right time or you didn't do something at the right time, you weren't somewhere at the right time, they're monitoring your social media, what in the world? What in the world? That's toxic. Don't fall for it because it's all a part of that control that can lead to other things. Because anybody who has a desire to do those things to you, they don't love you the way that you're supposed to be loved. It's a controlling type of love. It's a manipulative type of love, you know, and they're going to project. So beware of that. Beware of that clocking you, lying to you. Dishonesty is another toxic trait, lying, you know, why you got to lie? Why can't you just tell the truth? And some people just lie naturally. They'll lie when the truth fits best. Just lying, being dishonest and don't look at it like, oh, they mean no harm. They knew what they were doing. When they lie when the truth is best and you don't have a reason to lie, you know, if you're not lying to them, and hopefully you're not, because if both of y'all lying, then you really got a toxic situation. But if somebody's just not being dishonest, I mean, if somebody's being dishonest, withholding information from you that they know you should know, but because you didn't ask, well, you ain't asked me. You knew it was something important that I needed to know about. So as you still lying just because you withheld the information, that's lying. You're still dishonest. You're not an honest person. You have no integrity. So that's another toxic trait. Disrespect. They disrespect you. Toxic. Ain't no excuses. Ain't no they had a hard day. And this is man or woman. It's not no you had a hard day and they didn't mean it. They got a lot on that plate, their plate. That doesn't give you the okay to project your anger onto someone else. You need to learn how to regulate your emotions. And if it's a person who does not know how to regulate their emotions, that's a toxic situation. And you better get up out of there, period. If these things are happening and they're not getting any better and the person is not trying to get any help or anything like that, don't sit there and go back and forth for what? You're not their teacher. You're not their parent. You know, if they didn't learn it in their childhood, and they haven't figured it out by their adulthood and ain't trying to get no help. You are not the person to try to be the teacher, try to be the counselor, the therapist. No, because they're going to resent you. They're going to rebel against you. They're going to be defiant because, again, nobody wants to be involved with their mama or daddy, period. And if they're coming with these toxic traits, it is not for you to fix them. They need to, they, they need to come already assembled because you're not a Build-A-Bear. Ain't no Build-A-Bear over here. You want to build a bear, go to the mall and go get one of them bears and build that. But ain't nobody trying to build no human being bear, period. So 
That's the disrespect. They should respect you just as you respect them. Hostility. That's another toxic trait when someone is just hostile, you know, where they'll pick a fight just for no reason at all, you know, pick a fight over something dumb because they just want to be hostile. It's a beautiful day outside. You wake up, all minds should be clear and everybody should be on the same page and or both parties be on the same page or maybe the kids or maybe, you know, other family members or it can be in the workplace, you know. You ever had that situation where everything is going fine and as soon as that person walks in, the energy shifts or even in your home, you know, everything's going fine. As soon as that person comes in, that the energy just shifts where it was bright. It turns dark, you know, and it's like, dad, acknowledge it. I ain't saying talk to them, but I'm saying acknowledge that feeling because when you have situations that makes you feel away, acknowledge your body, acknowledge your mind. You know, how does this make me feel? Because at the end of the day, that's how you can determine what's toxic. If you're feeling some type of way that's not good, that could be the case. Harassment is another toxic trait where someone is just making, um, just saying inappropriate things to you or keep calling you, making advances to you, or even in your home, you can feel harassed. You know, if you got a spouse or a partner and they keep calling you and overstepping your boundaries and you've already said something and they still keep ringing your phone and texting you and emailing you and all that can become a form of harassment. It doesn't mean that, okay, since we live together, it's not harassment. Yeah, it is. Yes, it is. And that's toxic. My no is no. My yes is yes. My boundaries are my boundaries. If you keep bothering me, now you're bugging me. Now you're harassing me. And it's not up for discussion. That's when it gets toxic because a lot of times people do that because they want to rise out of you. Don't give it to them. They can't fight alone. Well, they'll leave you and go do it to somebody else. But don't be that person to accept it. Intimidation is another one. That's the bullying piece. You know, when somebody's trying to control you and make you scared because, oh, I'm going to leave you. or Oh, I'm going to threaten I mean, they'll threaten you saying they're going to hurt your family or hurt somebody or, you know, something like that. They'll try to intimidate you. Again, another toxic trait. Just acknowledge how it's making you feel, you know. And again, these are not uh, character traits or toxic traits. I'm telling you, I mean, that I'm telling you for you to go and have a conversation with the person who's, you know, who's offending you or who's doing this to you. This is for you. Write it down in your journal. Take notes. Acknowledge how you feel and then you move accordingly. If you allow your body to feel, it will show you what to do naturally. It'll tell you. Physical violence is one. That's, that's the obvious. You know, if somebody is putting their hands on you, grabbing you, slapping you, you know, that ain't okay. And if you feel that it's okay and it makes you feel good, you might want to get some help. Especially if you have children, I'm not here to tell you what to do, how to feel. But if you are in a situation and somebody putting their hands on you, slapping, grabbing you, and you associate that with being symbolic of loving you, you might want to get some help. That's all I'm saying, because you might have Stockholm syndrome. You might be addicted to your abuser, you know, and that doesn't usually end well. And Lord knows, I pray that you don't have children and doing that in front of them because all you're doing is breeding 
another a person with a personality disorder. You know, that's what you're doing. Um, and last but not least, sexual violence. You know, when a person forces you to have intercourse with them beyond your will, you know, without consent, that's toxic. You know, just because you give in, it doesn't mean that it's not toxic. When somebody keeps forcing you and pressuring you and not respecting your boundaries and you, just because you give in and be like, okay, I'm just gonna do it, that doesn't make it okay, you know? So when the, these are just some of the unhealthy characteristics of being in a toxic relationship. That's what that is. Unhealthy characteristics of being in a toxic relationship. And it is my prayer that you acknowledge them. You ask yourself some questions about, you know, are you experiencing any of these things? And if so, it's not okay. How does it make you feel? You know, back again, do you feel anxious? You know, does it increase your anxiety? Do you feel sad? Do you feel happy? Do you feel angry? Do you feel scared? Write it down. And I'm sure you know what the negative traits are, you know, which would be sad instead of happy, anxious, anxiety, without being calm and feeling protected. That's the, you know, you feel the opposite. Um, scared instead of feeling safe, you know, write them down and ask yourself, am I okay with this? Do I wanna live the rest of my life like this? And if you don't, are you really sitting around waiting for your abuser or your offender to change? You're waiting for them to change? Or are you willing to change because they're not changing? They're not gonna change because of you because if that was the case, they wouldn't do it. Hello? If they really wanted to change, why do it in the first place? You know? Did it ever occur to you that they're doing it because they feel they can? Why aren't they doing it to a, if it's a guy, why isn't he doing it to another guy? You know? Why is it very often when they do these things, they don't typically do it in front of other people? They do it behind closed doors where nobody can see them for the most part, for the most part. And females can do some, some things too, but obviously I'm a female speaking from a female perspective, but I do know that there are females who can be aggressive and offensive as well. But for the most part, it's the guy with the woman and the woman having to do these things and a woman losing her life to domestic violence every day, every day. And it's my prayer that women will wake up you will wake up and stop feeling like, you know, you're more concerned about your, uh, uh, just your emotional being, your emotional state of mind being connected to somebody else. Let it be connected to you and you alone. Because when you connect yourself to someone else and that's the premises of your, or the base of your, your emotional state of mind, that's so volatile because that person can't even control their own emotions. How are they gonna control you? How are you gonna give them the power to control yours? And they can't regulate their own. Don't do it, that's the problem, you know? 
When you give yourself to somebody who does not give a damn about you clearly, because if they do any of the things that I just mentioned, they don't care about you. They don't like you. Forget that, oh, I love you so much. Oh, you made me do it. No accountability. They have a personality disorder, which is what narcissism is. It's a personality disorder. You can't control it. That is something that happened to them in their childhood years. They acquired that thing. They're empty inside. Something triggered them and their growth just got stunted. And here you come along and now they want to project it all onto you and make you feel bad. They want you to feel the pain that they're feeling, which is why it will never end as long as you stay. Now, if it's that 1% who goes to therapy and stay in therapy for the rest of their lives, the rest of their life, hmm, maybe. They still have a struggle because this is something that happened to them in their childhood years. So it's a difference with somebody picking up some narcissistic traits, but when you are a straight narc doing these things that I just mentioned, all of that toxic crap, you can't change that person. And just because they seem nice, they're not monsters like where they, where they actually look like a monster. They're monsters within that demon. But technically, they come across as some of the most nicest people you, won't, you would want to ever meet. They perform well. They're pastors, they're judges, they're police officers, they're lawyers, they're CEOs and COOs and politicians, you know, people of power, people of power. And my word says that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and people in high places. So that's your battle against those people who exist. So don't go off of the energy of, oh, they're so nice today. I knew they had it in them. I knew there was some good in them. Okay, how long did it last? And if you don't know, check it out. Maybe they're not. But if they're doing any of those things that I just mentioned, they're toxic. And do you want that around you? Do you want it around your child? Do you want it around your elderly parent? whatever your situation is. Is that what you really want? So that's my vitamin of wisdom today for you. And I will be back tomorrow with another wisdom vitamin for you that I pray will encourage you, motivate you, inspire you to take your power back, get out of that situation, know that you don't have to suffer in silence, you don't. Where there's a will, there's a way. You deserve to have happiness. And guess what? You can only do it if you do it. Can't nobody do it for you. No one else can want something more than what you should want for yourself because it's not going to work. It will only work if you get tired of being tired and you're willing to put the work in and have a better life and be okay with you, you yourself and you, me, myself and I, be okay with that. And until you can be okay with you, you're gonna always have problems. You gotta be able to look yourself in the mirror and say, I love me and I don't need anybody to tell me that. I don't need to wait for somebody to say I love you for me to feel love. Because if you know that God loves you and you love you, that's all that should matter, period. 
because it's too volatile when you sit there and you're relying on someone else to make you feel special. That's why you'll hurt and keep hurting. They can't even keep themselves together. We, we have enough time uh, just staying committed to ourselves and to our thoughts. So you really want to rely on someone else to make you feel special and feel the way that you should feel about yourself at the end of the day? You know, that should just be an asset. It should be an add-on to how you already feel. That way, if they should leave you or let you down, and I know you know people can let you down. Look how many marriages are falling apart or people breaking up. You can't keep up, period. What do you think? It's just by happenstance? No, it is what it is. It's good until it ain't. So when you have a situation that is, re, uh, is relying upon somebody else's validation, that's a problem. Can you imagine? Your emotions be up and down. Oh, they love me today. Oh, they were nice to me this week. Oh, now they're not calling me. Now they stopped talking to me. Now you're up and down, up and down. How about I don't give a damn if you like me or don't. I'm confident. I'm bold. I, I, I believe in myself. I love myself. You know, whether you love me or not, I love myself. You know, and I don't have to worry about any insecurities and all that kind of stuff because I love me for who I am, me and all my flaws, whatever that looks like. So that's it, guys. You know, I can go on and on and on, but that's it for y'all today. Peace and blessings to you. I love you much. Talk to you in the next episode. Bye.